English with Rob. Hi everyone, it's Rob. I'm back. Welcome back to the English with Rob podcast. I will waste no time in introducing my guest, who I know had a birthday yesterday.、Uh, happy birthday, Suki from English Language Every Day. How are you doing? Was...、Uh, yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. Doing really well, thank how, you. How was your、uh, birthday? My birthday was great. Yeah,、um, we, I had this amazing cake made by my sister, and it was a、uh, a vinyl record in the, in the shape of a vinyl record, which was really bloody cool. And yeah, just spent some time with my family. Some friends came over. My mother's a an amazing cook. And、uh, so she does amazing Indian food. She did this homemade street street food, some chaat. Oh, it was amazing! Yeah, so really nice night, full of love. And I was sober. <laughs> this, this is a pandemic <laughs>、so, pandemic weeknight birthdays. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was that yeah, food、exactly. you mentioned? Chaat was it? What was that? I didn't.、Uh, it's chaat. So chat. it's like C H double A T, like chat with an extra A. And what what is it? I've never heard of it. It's an Indian it's, food. That's a good question. So it's like samosa, and then loads of、um, I don't know. Sorry, I can't, I can't explain it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's got like I don't know what the names of the things are, but little、uh, crispy little things that she puts on top.、Uh, lots of crispy things. Got a lot of texture to it. A lot of crunch, and some like yogurty stuff. Okay, that's as, that's as far as my knowledge goes. <laughs> Indian listeners, if you know what what a chart is, you can write it in the comments on the podcast or on Instagram, so that so that we can all know and learn from you guys. Okay, yes, please, that、Su、would be helpful, <laughs> and then we we can find out.、Uh, Suki is、uh, from Manchester in the UK, so a bit of a northern accent.、Um, it's, it's not,、uh, it's not like、uh, Liam Gallagher. Manchester、mm. accent, but、uh, hints of it there, just so that、uh, learners know what what accent they're listening to. Okay, I, actually, it's a bit of a mixture. But sorry to interrupt. It's a bit of a mixture because I I was actually born in Derby, and then、yeah. I was brought up in Nottinghamshire. So I was brought up in a little town called Mansfield. So I had this little bit of like a Nottingham Yorkshire when I was in my teens, twang. So you know, I would say things like, "Well, not at fifteen, but you know, this this is the example sentence that comes to my head." But do you want to do you want a good set pub? Do you want a good set pub? That's how I used to speak, and I don't know what happened when I moved to Manchester. I also stayed in London for a year. It's kind of neutralised, and now now I've picked up the tiny bit of a Mancunian twang. So it's a bit neutral, but definitely northern. Right. That's why. That's why I, I'm I sensed milds. Manchester because、yeah. it's not always been Manchester. All right, so you're a Midlands lad like me, Leicester, yeah, Derby, yeah, Leicester, pretty yeah. close. East、Nottingham, Midlands, I am. East Midlands too, yeah. Yeah. Okay.、Uh, of, of all the worlds that I can have podcast <laughs> guests from, I get some neighbours in the end, but it's good. <laughs> it's all good. Okay.、Um, <laughs> <laughs> might cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Suki from English Language Every Day. Have a look at his Instagram.、Uh, I find it really useful and very authentic. And there's lots, as well as the obviously the language stuff that all of his teachers focus on.、Uh, 
uh, he's got a lot of useful things about mindsets, uh, which I also find very useful. But uh, we, we don't know each other very well, really. We started speaking to each other like a little bit before we started recording. So mm. my so I asked Suki what, what we should do, what the theme, has he got anything in mind? And he said, maybe phrasal verbs. So I said, yes, phrasal verbs are very useful for learners. Let's come up with some phrasal verbs, phrasal verb questions to ask each other to get to know each other. So getting to know you through phrasal verbs is what we're going to do. And um, I made a jingle and I have to um, tell everyone the phrasal verbs that are in the jingle before you listen to the jingle. So in the jingle, you're going to hear my first two questions to Suki, which are, don't answer now, answer after the jingle, which are, um, what are you into and what are you up to? Okay. And you also need to know before the jingle that um, phrasal verbs are a verb, in case you don't know, a verb and a preposition and the meaning of the verb changes. So when I ask, what are you into? In doesn't mean inside. Okay. Enough explaining. Here's the jingle. Phrasal verbs to get to know you. Like, what are you into? And hey, what are you up to right now? Whoa. It is my mission to find out about you. Verbs and prepositions that Couldn't get the ending quite right on that one. Anyway. Amazing. Loved it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Uh, that was uh, phrasal verbs to get to know you jingle. So I'll ask you the, the two which were in there. Uh, what are you up to? We, we know the answer to that. What, do, what are you up to right now? What am I up to? So that means what am I doing, right? What are you doing? So I, it could um, be like, what are you doing right now? Or yeah. it could be, what are you doing at the minute in your life? In life, yeah. Well, if uh, what I'm doing right now, what I'm up to right now is joining you on your amazing podcast. Oh, amazing. Nice. And, and thanks for having me. Um, I was really excited about this and also going to get some tips on how to do my own. Um, what am I up to in life? Well, I am, I am really focusing hard on just getting just going solo as a teacher um that's really taking up a lot of my time headspace creativity um in a positive way actually it's keeping me very steady but particularly through the past couple of years so yeah that's what i'm up to generally that's what i'm up to um the mindset stuff you you, you picked up on Oh, uh, hang and, on. Uh, you can't throw another phrasal verb in there. I know. Phrasal <laughs> oh, uh, verb okay. to, to pick up on. Um, so you notice. Find out. Yeah. Discover. Notice. Yeah. Yeah. So you picked up on my mindset stuff recently because I think a lot of people have generally have gone through, you know, tough mental, mental times, mental health with mental health over the past couple of years. You know, it's gone rife. And I've seen that impacting on my students. So. 
not only over the last couple of years, but for many, many years. So that's something else that I am up to. I am working on constantly improving my mental health. Yeah, I think we all need to. And um, maybe I should tell listeners from the future that we are two years into the coronavirus pandemic now. Um, I hope it's over for you guys when you're listening. But th- that's that's the the um, the mindset that everybody is why everybody needs to work on their mindset at the minute. Uh, but it's also partly what uh, we was talking about it before we started recording. It's one of the things that pushed you to going solo, right? Oh yeah, the the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, the school that I was working at um, was a brilliant school. Actually, it's fantastic. It, the the teachers there were treated very very well, and that's um, rare not to bring up any. Yeah, that's rare. That's it. That's rare. Exactly. Especially in like it was an English, a private English language institution for adults. So it was really rare. I, I worked for a couple before that and teachers were bottom of the pile not naming any names but uh the school was great so anyway they had to downsize their staff numbers they had about you know i can't remember exactly 10 to 15 teachers on and off maybe 20 and it, they had to they had to reduce that number to four because no students could travel over and due to that i had been thinking about i had an instagram account for ages english language every day and it was a lot of fun and I was doing it on and off because I was teaching physic at the physical school. I was teaching face to face. So you weren't doing it every day. It was on and off. (laughs) It was English language every other day, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was just, I was dipping my toe in, you know? You set off the idiom alarm. yeah, the idiom alarm goes off automatically. Um, what, did, what, what did you say? Oh, you're dipping your toe in. Yeah. yeah, that's a nice idiom, to dip your toe in. You, like you picture just dipping your toes into the water, not going for yeah. a big swim, just dipping your toes in. So like just trying something out. Yeah, not fully submersing myself in the water, not going right under, but just trying something out. So I was trying it out. Anyway, pandemic struck, you know, had loads more time on my hands. Um, and just pushed the Instagram stuff, found loads of amazing students through that Instagram account. Um, and it's now nearly two years later. And I just can't believe that that time has flown by. It has gone fast, but at the same time, very slowly, I find yeah. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, let's get out of pandemic uh, chat and go to okay. the other phrasal <clears throat> verb. What are you into other than we've already learned that you're into vinyl vinyl records yeah because yeah that's not otherwise that's a pretty random birthday cake (laughs) yeah so you're you're into vinyl collecting what what kind of music what kind of vinyl you're into what kind of music i'm actually into uh i'm into djing i really love I really love djing i don't do it enough at the moment but i'm gonna come back to that one day and i do dream of playing out you know at a club one day just not not as a career change or anything but just as a just as a a notch on my hobby list um so i'm into yeah i'm into like house music electronic music you know that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you're in germany right i've been to the bergain if that's how you pronounce it 
the guy in uh, Berlin. You know, I'm not into techno music, so I don't know. Uh, is this a festival? Is it? It's like a. It's like the the. It's like the clubber's destination are in the world, the, the place to go to once in your life, if you like it. But I mean, I don't do all that clubbing stuff that much anymore. It's probably in Berlin yeah. then, is it? I imagine. It's Berlin, yeah, yeah. Berlin. Like I, I'm nearer to Paris than, than Berlin. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, only been, course. I've been once. Um, but yeah, it's really, really nice city and full of arts and creativity. Not like Frankfurt, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, okay. I can't imagine there being like a a clubber's mecca here in Frankfurt it would be very out of place and oh, right. probably quite empty. Yeah. What's Frankfurt then? Just like lots of big buildings full of finance and stuff like that. Yeah, it's very finance. It's where the European Central Bank is here. Lots of other banks have their headquarters. So for that reason, it's very, very international, but also quite um, corporate and, uh, you know, lots of shiny shiny cars and um things like that but it's nice nice that's not a fair enough adjective it's wonderful cities wunderbar <laughs> i like it a lot <laughs> all right so have you got a phrasal verb question for me yeah i do because we're getting to know each other and like you said we don't know each other so my question is what do you get up to in your spare time what do you get up to? Okay. Uh, yeah, good. So we already had up to, well, actually this, I get up to this in my spare time. I go down to my basement where I have uh, my green screen, lights, uh, recording equipment and musical instruments. And I uh, make jingles for the podcast, record the podcast, make my English teaching videos for Instagram. And I, I get up to that in my spare time, uh, you know, I do teach English and um, for for uh, English schools. Um, but the the Instagram stuff and the podcast stuff and the YouTube stuff, it's it's my creative outlet. So that's what I get up to in my spare time. Um, do I do anything else in my spare time? I used to, before the pandemic, I used to go to open mic nights and mm. like play open mic you can have open mic music and open mic comedy and open mic listeners in case you don't know is where anybody can go up and you sign up to the list and you get like 10 minutes on stage or three songs. You can perform three songs or 10 minutes of comedy. And uh, yeah, I used to enjoy doing that. Um, I still haven't uh, dipped my toes back into that water yet. Post pandemic, not post pandemic. <laughs> mid pandemic yes <laughs> a minute always Bring comes back on. to the pan i should have a pandemic warning jingle um so yeah i'd like to i'd like to um yeah do that again at some point yeah that's really cool i've done that before as well but not not open mic with um with music i've, I've done like spoken word oh yeah poetry yeah ah, okay yeah. so you're into poetry too yeah, and it's I, the last one I did was January 2020, 2020 um, at one of the the biggest independent arts and culture centres here in Manchester, which was great because there was a big crowd. But I was absolutely can we swear? Fuck yeah! 
I was shitting myself. It really, <laughs> it was one of the most an- anxious weeks of my life, but it really, yeah, it was great. It was a great experience. I would love to do it again, but now it's been like two years. It's literally two years. What's the date? Yeah, two years ago. Um, So now I feel like I'm out of practice. Yeah. I love open mics. I love going to open mic nights. Yeah, I love um, not just the performing, because I'm obviously a narcissist, but also <laughs> the meeting other musicians and I always um you know I go with my ukulele but I, I, I if, if I see anybody drumming beforehand I'll say hey do you want to come up and, and drum with me um so that it's you know because I don't have a band <laughs> I'm not in a band but it's like playing music with other people as well is another great part of it and yeah just hearing the, the bespoken word artist sometimes hearing what other people are doing and there's always so many different styles on a night like that it's quite inspiring yeah. And I, I did, I've done stand up comedy twice. Really? And yeah. <laughs> because I'm, why? Cause oh, I'm not sorry. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound so surprised. I just meant because stand up comedy is, sounds so scary. That's why. Yeah. But that's why I was going to, that's why I wanted to say it because uh, I, I, when I, when I do the music stuff, I'm not so nervous. But when I did stand up comedy, I was also shitting myself. Warning. Oh, there we go. Warning. I don't know why it didn't go off Warning. when you said it. Okay. <laughs> to to shit yourself. <laughs> I was shitting myself. <laughs> um, not literally. It could be literally, meaning, you know, pooing in your pants. Um, <laughs> but if you're really nervous, you say, oh, I'm absolutely shitting myself. Before an exam, before a presentation. Yes. Okay, uh, so, all right, here's another phrasal verb question for you. Um, okay. <clears throat> ready. Good. Okay, well, I've got two. They're both with after. The first one I'm going to af- ask you is, who do you take after? Do you take after anyone? Wait, I did. I said the stress wrong there. It should be on after. Who do you take after? Do you take after anyone? And it means, is there someone in your family who you have some similarities with? So yeah, who, who do you take after anyone? Who do you take after? Um, I hope I don't. Oh, no, I'm joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I take after I take after I think I take I take after my father a little bit in the way that I look and my manner. I'm quite quite calm all the time, you know, annoyingly so to some. Um, well, calm on the outside anyway. Um, and yeah, and oh yeah, my uncle. I take after my uncle, who's my mum's my mum's um, younger brother. Just the way I look in in photographs. Recently, on my on my birthday, there were some photos, and I was saying to my mum, "God, I look exactly like my uncle Nick. What the hell?" So yeah, I'm turning into my uncle. Uh, now I'm getting into my late thirties, early forties. <laughs> that can be good because you can see into the future. Okay, so I'm going to look like that. Uh, sometimes it can be I'm going to look like that if I don't start working out right now. Okay, yeah. I, better, I better get it, on that. Need to hit the gym big time. <laughs> okay, and another one which is similar to take after, also with after. Are you named after anyone? Are you named after anyone? So mm. I'm, I'm asking: Does does his name Suki? Is he named that because of someone else? Named after someone is when your name. 
your name is chosen because of someone else, because they like someone with that name. So are you named after anyone? That's an interesting question. I'm not, I, I'm not named after anyone, no. Um, but, but talking of, talking of my name, um, it's, a, it's a, I really like my name, Suki. Or Suki I like your name because, too, yeah. Oh, thanks. wait, have I been pronouncing it wrong? Uh, there's kind of like two, 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 I've always had two pronunciations. Is it, by the way, is that countable? Two type, two ways to pronounce it. Um, so I've always had Suki and Suki. Yeah, I, I kind of assumed you would go with Suki because Suki can be, well, maybe I shouldn't have even brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's very American. If something, if you don't like something, it's like, oh, that's quite sucky. Yeah. Right? And there's loads of other little meanings to that name too. My friends, you know, make jokes. So there's that other route too. Yeah. But, that's why I was uh, guessing, assuming that you went with Suki. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I actually prefer Suki, but I don't mind Suki. Uh, and it's for that reason it generates conversation people are just like what oh. so um but it means happiness oh okay in my parents language my parents language uh, first uh, or mother to- or whatever you call it is um is punjabi so they're from the punjab in the north of india or they speak they speak that anyway so that's 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 my name but my name is actually a shortened name of my full my full name so Suki isn't actually my full name but that's what I go by every day all the time uh-huh oh we, we, you sneaked in another phrasal verb there to, to go by it's what I go by ah. the name I use I go by that yeah I actually um I'm named after someone uh my middle name is Dylan so do you know who I'm named after? Named after? Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, Mr. Dylan, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, yeah. So yeah. Robert oh. is is uh, the short form of Robert is Bob, and so my dad really, really loves Bob Dylan, so um, he called me Robert Dylan. No way. And, yeah, and one time he went to a concert, and he heard some guys chatting a Bob Dylan concert in the eighties and he heard some guys chatting and um, he heard a guy say, Oh, I like Bob Dylan so much. I called my son, Robert Dylan. And he went, I did that too. And then fr- <laughs> from like three rows back, they had someone go, I did that also. Oh so God. I think there are a lot of Robert Dylan's like from, from the mid eighties out there or maybe even <laughs> earlier. So. Yeah. All based in the Midlands. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, that gig was in London. Uh, uh, right. that was that was the night of a, a famous big storm uh, and he got stuck there that night quite an eventful night for him all right uh, take after name after your turn okay cool um, so the second one is another one with take have you have you taken up anything recently or have you taken up anything new recently um i've not taken up anything new so to take up means like to start a new hobby or start would be would it be a job no it would be be more of a hobby right taking up yeah a hobby or a skill or yeah um i would love to take i tell you what i'd like to take up i wouldn't mind some singing lessons 
uh, as listeners to this podcast can probably tell. Um, uh, Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would like, yeah, lots of musical instruments that I would like to take up. Actually, when I was at school, I was playing the French horn. The music teacher had me playing the French horn, which listeners is that um, it's like a curly trumpet. <laughs> That's how I describe it, right? The French horn. Um, it's, it's And it's part of the orchestra that never gets a solo. It's always, it's just part of the orchestra, basically. It's a very soft brass instrument. And I stopped playing it because uh, I was I was bullied for it a little bit. Um, oh, I could use the phrase. No, I'm going to save that. You'll see why later. <laughs> I was bullied a bit for it. Um, kids pushed me around. Um, they weren't friendly about it. Also, it was really big. And carrying it home, you know, as a, as a 12, 13 year old wasn't fun. So I gave it up. But I wish that instead of giving up the French horn, I wish I had taken up the trumpet instead. I wish that I'd said to my music teacher, look, Mr. Orr, thanks for the opportunity to play the French horn. But I know that it's because that's the only instrument that you had left in the cupboard. Can I play the trumpet, please? Can you get me a trumpet? I want to be trumpet guy because trumpet, blues, jazz, all kinds of different music. Mm. And, and it's small to carry around and it's the same basic skill. Um, so yeah, I wish I, I wish I had taken up the trumpet and I could now, well, no, I, I can't really cause I live in an apartment and it's not nice for the neighbors to have someone learning mm. the trumpet. Yeah. So, Better than the drums, I think. Oh, I'm a good drummer. Oh yeah. No, I'm not I a mean... good drummer. I play the, I play the drums. I, I, <laughs> I, I took up the drums, uh, when I was, um, like 14 and then my younger brother, uh, started playing on my drum kit and got a lot better than me and is now the drummer in a really good blues band called the Della Grants. Check them out, everybody. Very good blues band. If you like your blues. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Take up. So I will ask you. Oh, okay. We're linking you. You went one with take after my take one. And now I'm going with one with up. Um, but this, this is a two part question. Okay. When was the last time you dressed up? And second question, when was the last time you dressed up as something or someone? Mm -hmm. So uh, to dress up, to wear smart, formal clothes and to dress up as something uh, is also known as fancy dress. And I suppose maybe a common answer is Halloween. People dress up as things at Halloween. So when was the last time you dressed up? When was the last time you dressed up as something? Good one. Well, if I'm honest, I'm not really one to, to dress up. Well, I can't, I can't really remember because even at work, we didn't need to dress up. You know, we could go casual because it was quite nice. Well, smart casual. I think the last time would probably have been. Now there's got to be something. <laughs> I must have put a shirt on recently. <laughs> you know, when your mind goes blank, like 2021 is basically a blank to me. I don't know what happened. I can't believe um, you didn't put a shirt on and, and get dressed up for this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I expected, you know, from <laughs> literally got my pajamas on. No, I'm joking. Um, but it, I think it would have been a birthday to get dressed up. I think, and the only thing that's coming to mind is my birthday. I don't know why I'm always thinking about my birthday going on about myself like that, but it was January 2020 again. <laughs> Everything happened in January 2020. My spoken word, my birthday, starting this Instagram page. Um, so yeah, we went out for dinner to this gorgeous Indian restaurant. It was, yeah, there was about 30 of us on this huge long table that went all the way across the restaurant because they had to keep adding tables because lots of friends wouldn't, um, lots of friends said they weren't coming and then they just turned up to the place. So turned up, another phrasal verb. Turn up to arrive uh, unexpectedly. Yeah, unannounced. Unannounced. Well, it can also be like if someone's late, like when are they going to turn up? Oh, yeah. Because, again, because you don't know when they're going to be there. Mm. Yeah. All right. And what oh. about dress? Are, are you, do you like dressing up as things? <laughs> uh, this is a funny one. Uh, do I like dressing up as things? Well, some things I'm not going to share, but well, <laughs> I'm joking. One, one thing I dressed up as was a member of Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking like black leotard single ladies video? No, that's Beyonce solo, isn't it? Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. So it was my sister's 40th um, a few years ago. And no, actually, it was during the pandemic, I think. Anyway, so yeah, there's, there's, I live in a house with three others. So three of, three of us from this household. I was forced to dress up as one of the Destiny's Child members and we did Say My Name and we recorded that video and did like the little dance. I don't know if you can remember the video, but have a look uh, it up. I do actually, because um, I have an English lesson that I teach my students and it's say and tell, how to tell the difference, how to tell the difference between say and tell. And uh, so I, I give I give them the rules of say and tell, and then I play different music videos. But before we pl- I play the videos, I show them the lyrics, but with say and tell blanked out. So they have to look at the the words around and work out from the grammar uh-huh. if it should be say or tell. And one of them is blank my name blank my name. And uh, there's another good bit in there as well because it's um, say baby I love you. So there's yeah. like an extra say as well. Um, so yeah, I do know that video. <laughs> That's really clever, actually, using this, using it for say and tell. I hadn't thought about that. I actually use a screenshot of the video for a tenuous link related to um, idioms that include the w- word name. <laughs> okay. So for my advanced class online, there's just like, Here's Beyonce. What's this video? Do you know the name of this video? Yeah, say my name. Great. You're going to learn about name idioms. <laughs> yeah, I like using uh, like, music and just like popular culture for people to, they have, yeah. everybody has a reference point if it's that popular. It's a good idea. What else is in that say and tell lesson? Um, uh, uh, Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl who says that I am the one. And there's ah. like mama told, mama always told me, be careful what you do. Oh. Oh. Uh, what else is in that lesson? Beatles ones must be, there's always a Beatles one in my lessons. Um, oh, Oasis, some might say. Ah. What is the Beatles one? 
can't think anyway. That's so good. I love using music in my in, in lessons. I, I and actually I want to create another course based on um, exploring English through music. So I because I, I love using music. I think it's such a such a useful way for learners to learn English. Like particularly if you want to just push it a little bit and learn a bit more cut a bit a bit more of a colloquial thing. Definitely, and I, I often find that. Like I'm teaching something and then I'll think, oh, wait, this is a lyric in a song. And then I'll sing that bit of the song and then they'll go, oh, yeah, I do know that. And they realize that, you know, they do know the phrase from from a song. Um, I did it just today in a lesson, but I cannot remember what it was. What time is it? Okay, it was more than 12 hours ago. So there's no way I'm going to remember. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Okay, cool. Have you got one for me? Yeah. Um, so the next one is, okay, I really like this phrasal verb. It makes me feel homely. Don't know why. Tell me how it feels. Tell me how you feel with this phrasal verb. How many times do you pop out to the shops every week? Good. Uh, pop out, um, meaning going quickly somewhere, visiting somewhere really yeah. quickly. So popping yeah, out like or you can also pop in like uh yeah. you know when i was a kid at home uncles and aunts and neighbors would pop <laughs> in all the time but it doesn't happen at, well it doesn't happen in my house i guess it's just people don't people don't like me uh but I, I moved away and we have no family nearby so people there's no one to pop in really mm-hmm. um so pop out you know what i pop out to the shops all the time because there is a supermarket which is literally one minute from my house and I call it the kitchen extension because well, no, the fridge extension really, because like if I've not got something, I'll just pop out and get it. And yeah. it's great because like, I don't have the thing when I'm at the supermarket. I've, what am I forgetting? What do I need? Because I know that I can just pop out as long as it's before 10 o'clock, 10 PM when it closes, I can just pop out anytime and get it. Yeah. So I don't, Mm. outside of the pandemic i might pop out a bit more but um supermarket i pop into the supermarket i pop out to go to the supermarket every day except for sundays man you wouldn't believe it's so hard to get used to the supermarkets being closed on a sunday Mm. i've been here six years and i still every saturday i get nervous like what what do i need what have we not got have we got milk (laughs) have we got got potatoes have we got toilet roll (laughs) Yeah, because you can't pop out to the shop on a Sunday. Yeah, I really like that phrasal verb. Yeah, it's very. It's got like a com- comedy, comical sound with with pop. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives it the image of like instant, you know, like a balloon pop in, like pop. Yeah, pop out very quick. Which is why the American phrase "pop a cap in someone's ass." Which means to shoot someone. Motherfucker, I'm going to pop a cap in your ass. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't talk like that, no. I think in this day and age, you're not supposed to do accents like that, are you? Um, I'll leave that in. But knowing that I should not have done that. Um, so, yeah. And it's uh, for me, it sounds funny because it's something very serious, shooting a person. Um, but they use 
the word pop. Just going to pop a cap in his ass. <laughs> it sounds like just, just quickly going to go and do this thing. <laughs> just and just say it with a British accent like Queen's English. It just sounds funny, doesn't it? Yeah. Motherfucker, I'm going to pop a cap in your ass. <laughs> doesn't have quite the same <laughs> harsh feel. <laughs> it makes you think of like things popping up as well, you know, in your schedule or even on on the on the on the screen. Yeah. Pop-ups. Pop-ups. Yeah, when something like just appears suddenly. Yeah. It's or, got like... this very yeah, sorry. Go on. I was thinking, um, like you're in you're in a bar, and then you see your friend. Oh, where did you where did you pop up from? Not being yeah, here all night. It. Where did you pop up from? Or uh, in the in I like it in the springtime when all of the flowers pop up. Yeah, very. Or a new business, from, uh, or like a new business or cafe could just pop up, or an exhibition could pop up, and uh, everything yeah. just comes briefly and disappears, right? Yeah, and there are actually uh, pop up shops. <laughs> This is a good test for my mic. <laughs> the pop up shops, um, when a shop, you know, shops are there just for a little brief time. Happens in London a lot. Uh, Manchester too, I imagine. You have some pop up shops. Well, yeah, from what, like the thing designers and things. Yeah, pop up shops happen a lot here, and like vintage pop up shops and things like that. But one that was very intriguing was the Amazon pop up shop. Did you ever hear about those? Uh, no. There's one on the main shopping street in Manchester called Market Street, and it stayed there for like five weeks. So it's a pop-up shop for five weeks, but it's Amazon, Amazon. Um, but items from the Amazon online store, but in physical in a physical shop. I I didn't get it. I didn't go inside, but it was there. So that was a pop-up shop, and that's what came to mind. All right. I'm it sounds like a clever marketing person. thing to get people to talk about it, and then. You know, they'll end up like mentioning now. it on podcasts and giving Amazon free advertising. <laughs> I can't believe we've done it. I'm new Amazon. Why do uh, I keep saying Amazon? <laughs> I say Amazon. You say Amaz- Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Amazon. No, right. Amazon. You say Amazon. Amazon. What do I say? Um, you didn't get it off Amazon, did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you say Amazon? I say Amazon. You can get it off Amazon. Anyway. Your, we, your choice, listeners. So your much, choice. So much, so much airtime. <laughs> yeah okay uh all right i think yeah you asked me that okay here's one see when i was picking these questions i was thinking how how deep can i go but you okay. know uh i want to be not... like louis theroux so oh my god not gonna make me cry are you uh no oh i don't know maybe um <laughs> this could make someone cry um were you were you picked on at school were you picked okay. on so to to pick on someone like earlier on, I said bully, mm. and it's when you're you 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 are really mean to one person specifically, or maybe if you're a kid at school, you might get picked on a lot. Like other kids might see you that you have a weakness and use that weakness to make you feel bad or yeah to upset you. So were you picked on at school? Uh. Y- yeah, I got picked on. I think I think kids um, to fit in. A lot of kids pick on other other kids, pick on other kids. Um, but yeah, I was picked on. I was picked on, and yeah, interesting. I was born in. I was no, not born. I was brought up in a in a town called Mansfield, and you know, in my in my year, I was the only the only Asian boy. So. 
that was one thing I was picked on for looking different. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it really. I had a really good group of friends though. And I had like a really nice, stable, steady school life, but yeah, still got picked on. Okay. Good, good to hear that you had support. Yeah. You should have come to Leicester. You would not have been the only Asian kid. Yeah. Very, yeah, really heavy Indian Pakistani population in Leicester. Yeah. Well, yeah, in all cities, but just this little town was just like, yeah, it wasn't. But anyway. Ah, because Mansfield's quite small. Yeah, I guess that's that happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And another phrasal verb popped up then. Okay. Another phrasal verb popped up. What was it? Uh, to, to fit in, to fit in, to, to, yeah, like be, be, in. to be part of the crowd, to be accepted by everybody, to fit in. To belong. Okay. So there you go. That was, that was a deep phrasal verb you didn't, you didn't cry no, <laughs> on, the, didn't on the outside <laughs> just on the inside okay have you got Joke, jokes i'm just joking <laughs> have i got one okay yes um i think you kind of answered this one before so how often are you able to catch up with your mates huh interesting question and something that I thought about a lot because I actually am able to catch up with my mates anytime because we have Facebook and Skype and Zoom and so many avenues that you can contact people through but for some reason I don't do it there's I just never think about it you know every evening I've always got either work to do or I want to just come to the basement and be creative but I should catch up with my friends a lot more and sometimes people will contact me I oh, just the other week someone who I was in a band with when I was like 18 or 19 he emailed me not email Facebooked me to say yeah how you doing let's catch up uh what are you up to and um I was like oh, yeah yeah thanks Matt for getting in touch and I you know we we sent some updates what we've been up to lately back to each other and yeah I should do that more with other people I should spend like choose to take one evening to to catch up with a few people and did you have this at the beginning of the pandemic old groups of friends that you hadn't spoken to for ages would catch up with each other like I had zoom chats with my old uni friends uni university my old university friends and a few other friendship groups um it was like a, a trend of the beginning of the pandemic but it 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 doesn't happen anymore. Did, did it happen for you? Were people catching up? Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you mean like online? Online, On well, Zoom, yeah, right? especially because yeah, yeah. Um, like I've moved around a lot countries. So don't, <laughs> I don't have many friends here in Germany. You know, some of my friends are in from my Paris days or from our London days or yeah. from Cambodia days. So like different groups of friends everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and we, we all someone would instigate it and we'd we'd catch up we should do it again it's been like over a year yeah 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 that was happening actually yeah we all caught up a lot on on zoom having zoom parties zoom quizzes yeah and then last year i i was very um distant from people but not by choice it just happened and then the year passed and then recently I've been thinking oh god I really want to see this person or I really want to see this person okay I'm going to call them and put them in my diary make sure that I'm going to see people that I didn't really get to catch up with last year and funnily enough one of my friends who I was 
thinking about a lot and I was talking to my housemates about I was like I'm gonna meet up with I'm gonna meet up with um this friend called Faye and I was like I need to see Faye I've not seen her for ages she had a kid blah 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 anyway I go to the cinema yesterday two days ago by myself treated myself haven't done it for ages since pre-pandemic um come out of this the cinema and there she is I bumped oh, into wow. her couldn't believe it I bumped into her after years um after having just said a couple of nights before yeah so I'm gonna diary her in need to go and see her yeah so that was great bumping into her and having a little reunion in the street oh you said an interesting phrase there I, I, I should diary her in yeah diary her in uh I haven't heard that <laughs> is that a Manchester thing Diet, uh, or maybe it's just like a new UK time. thing that uh I've not picked up on pick up on yeah, oh, so many. see this is how uh common phrasal verbs are they i, I tried I, I was thinking how many phrasal verbs should we do i don't want to overload the listeners listeners with so yeah. many phrasal verbs but then i was thinking they probably know some of these already so they won't all be new and then extra ones just keep coming out yeah keep popping up keep popping up you also said earlier to move around you've moved around a lot I wrote it down that's another one yeah I don't know sometimes phrasal verbs are I think they're borderline phrasal verbs because with move around you are actually moving and I always I don't always feel like when I look at lists of phrasal verbs I'm like is it a phrasal verb because I feel like the meaning of the original verb before it has the preposition needs to change but it does make it more specific to a context move around yeah, it could, I think could be you know you like I need that. to move the mic around. But if yeah. I said I've moved around a lot in my life, people know automatically that it means you've moved different towns, different cities, different houses. Oh right, I wouldn't be so sure. But I think yeah, I think with phrasal verbs, there are like literal and then the the phrasal verb meaning, isn't there? Like look up, you can look literally up, or you can look up a word in the dictionary, and that's why I love phrasal verbs. And um, they're like little little like pockets of mystery sometimes to students because they just look at you like what are you saying and my advanced students I only teach advanced students really generally now that's that's my niche if you were yeah they love phrasal verbs well they hate them at the same time but they love them <laughs> they are interesting and it, it feels great when you introduce one or, or one comes up in a text or or a video that you're that you're looking at with students and then, like this, the next lesson or a few few weeks later, they'll use that phrasal verb. That's always a really satisfying thing as a teacher hearing yeah. you come back. And sometimes I, I'll we have a sometimes I have like a phrasal verb lesson where we'll, I'll throw like to, like today, like we're doing, like I'll throw five phrasal verbs in and we'll try and use them in context. And then students will say, you know, I noticed um, run into in another phrasal verb in another English thing that I was looking at the other day. And yeah, you know the you know, language learning repetition and, and noticing and, you know, little brain sparks. Oh, run into, oh, wait, I shouldn't use a different one that we've not used in the lesson. Oh, pop up. <laughs> yeah, we learned that the other day and it's popped up again. Uh, all right, Suki, I've only got one more on my list. And okay. uh, I've got one more too. All right, I saved this one for the end um, because it, I don't know, it might, might have people turning off depending on your answer. Uh, but what grosses you out? Ah, what grosses you oh out? No. To to be grossed out, out 
to be grossed out means you find something disgusting and it makes you feel very uncomfortable uh, to gross someone out, to do something disgusting, to make someone go, ugh, ugh, gross. Good one. Again, yeah, gross, gross you out, gross someone out. Uh, what grosses me out? There's something really vividly coming to mind. I just didn't want to say it because sound boring AF. What grosses me out is like dishes unwashed. <laughs> and like I, I get grossed out if I'm about to cook and there are dishes in the sink. I have to wash them all up. Even it if you're not using those dishes no yeah i just do it because i feel uncomfortable cook it i think yeah maybe i've got an issue but anyway um <laughs> you sound like a perfect housemate oh right great yeah because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna no wash one up. Else says that. <laughs> yeah because i'm gonna wash up and do everyone's dishes but yeah that's it really grosses out that's what grosses me out hygiene stuff uh-huh <laughs> what grosses you out Skip ahead, listeners, if um, you're easily grossed out. Yeah, a bit of a disclaimer. Yeah, just go forward five minutes. Okay. Oh, um, there's something very particular that grossed me out as a kid, and I will always have the image in my head, and it's something from nature. And sometimes, um, like, repetition in nature grosses me out. It's weird. So when I was a kid on the beach, we found a crab and the crab, I didn't know what was going on underneath the crab, but basically it was carrying eggs. And the way the a crab carries eggs is like a little bottom part of its body sort of uh, uh, comes out and all the eggs are like piled in this bit that they carry. And it grossed me out. I was like, what is going on with this crab? That is gross. And um, I have a very vivid image. I must have been about eight years old, but that grosses me out. Um, I also watched a video recently of this frog, which instead of having eggs like most frogs do, well, actually the word is frog spawn, uh, this frog's babies come out of its back, like little holes in its back, little baby frogs come out and that grossed me out yeah see <laughs> it's good that i left this bit till the end yeah like the things nature and and something about repetition and, and like a lot of things in one place and i suppose it might be things about birth and regeneration um in animals <laughs> that grosses me out well that that image of the frog has made me want to chuck up Oh, is that a phrasal verb, chuck up? I suppose so, right? Chuck up to vomit. Yeah. To throw up, yeah. Sorry, yeah, listeners. It okay, one. it's good that I left that one to the end. <laughs> but, you know, this making you evoke, evoking feelings in an English lesson will make you remember. We're always going to yes. remember this word, gross out now, I hope. Okay. Exactly. I don't know. What do you think? Should I cut all that out? Is it too gross? <laughs> It's staying in. I think it's fine. I should yeah. maybe maybe I'll go back and say uh, I'll put something in that says 
skip ahead, listeners, if um, you're easily grossed out. Yeah, a bit of a disclaimer. Yeah, just go forward five minutes. Okay. In fact, I will do that. <laughs> All right, what's the last one from bad, you? Is it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I just people don't like, I've grossed you out. People are sitting on the train, maybe eating their lunch at home. Uh, okay. And then, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so I've got one more then, Rob, and it's a nice one to end on, I think. Bit of a bit of a smiley one. So what cracks you up? Oh, good one. What cracks me up? What uh, really makes me laugh? Yeah. Um, recently, I've been re-watching the TV show Seinfeld, and that cracks me up. It's, it's from the 90s, but it's still funny. The there was one bit in it I was watching the other day where they're just getting milk out of the fridge and they're smelling it like, is this milk too old? And there's nothing funny in there. There's no joke. There's nothing funny. But just the way that they say it and the fact that this normal thing is in a is in a is in a TV comedy, somehow it's funny and it cracks me up. Um and what well, yeah. Alright, I really I quite like dark humour dark humor like uh if you're listeners if you're looking for dark british humor um find the league of gentlemen is a very good sort of sketch show with some dark humor and i suppose there's like a current dark humor that uh i've been watching on netflix i don't know if it's dark humor but do you know the ricky gervais show afterlife afterlife yeah and it's about uh it's sad it's about a guy whose wife died and it's about his life after she's gone and it's it's strange because it's a comedy but it's about something really serious so that's like another type of dark humor that that i enjoy and you know it's so much it's so different from things like friends or the big bang theory or how i met your mother where it's like Line, line, laughter. Line, line, something sarcastic, laughter. I really hate those um, pre-prescribed sitcoms with the light lighting that's too bright and the, the fake laughter. Mm. Yeah, I much prefer dark humour or um, humour that makes you... TV humour that makes you uncomfortable, like um, Alan Partridge or The Office. Ricky Gervais is very good at it. Oh, one's just popped to mind. Did you ever used to watch Nighty Night? Nighty Night? I think it's on iPlayer now. It's quite, oh, it's old. But anyway, that's dark. That's the perfect example of dark humour. Sounds familiar. I'm going to write it down and check it out because not being in the UK, I miss out on it. It's quite quite old though. But yeah, check it out. Anyway, that's that's a good, great example too. But afterlife, I actually I actually described that to one of my students recently as dark humor. So hmm. there you go. Yeah. All right, Suki. So it's been great. Uh, we've learned a lot about each other, and uh, I think that uh, it'll be great to catch up again sometime. Yeah, let's do that. This has been great. Thanks so much, and loads of phrasal verbs for everybody as well. Yeah. extra ones so that was great yeah um all the phrasal verbs that we've talked about i'm going to put in the podcast description you will also find links to all of suki's english language every day um avenues and yeah uh thanks a lot
See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. English with Rob.